Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to dive deeper into my favorite planet in the entire solar system, and that planet is Jupiter. The reason why I love this planet so much and why you definitely should too, is because Jupiter is the planet of joy, abundance, growth, generosity, expansion, and excitement. In today's episode, we're going to talk all about Jupiter, including what it means in our birth charts, how it affects us in real time when it's in a certain place in the sky, And we're also going to talk about which area of your life Jupiter is going to make especially awesome for you this year. But first, I want to start off by talking about how joy is one of the most important aspects of your cosmic calling and doing the work you were born and love to do in the world more than anything. Because when we feel super excited about our work and the way we're helping people, it puts us in a generous mood. We want to give more. We want to do more. And a whole workday will just cruise right by because you'll feel like you've just been having fun playing all day. And one of the biggest secrets to success, especially if you're in business for yourself, which is not really a secret is to serve others and to come from a place of generosity and giving, which you're going to do happily if you're in your joy. For some people, that joy might come from talking to people. For others, it's their family. For some, it's leading a group of people in a class. For others, it might be innovating and creating something completely new through their creativity. Although we may all have a similar understanding of what joy feels like, we all get it from different things and in different ways. That feeling of pure joy and excitement is one of the best indicators that you found your cosmic calling, or even just that you're living in alignment with your authentic nature in general. And we can find out how to bring more of that feeling of joy into our lives by working with the planet Jupiter. I know for me, I knew that becoming an astrologer was definitely the right path for me because I got more excited than I ever had in my entire life when I asked myself the question, what if I just became an astrologer? It was seriously almost too much for me to handle, and it was very clear that my soul was really, really excited by that idea. I happened to be having a very rare Jupiter transit at the time, and a transit is when a planet in the sky is affecting something on your chart, which I'll come back to in a little bit. But that moment was a huge catalyst for me in actually starting to take this work a whole lot more seriously. I mean, how can you argue with joy? 
Because I know what my Jupiter sign is and I know how to work with it to harness that feeling of joy, I feel that way so much of the time because I've continued to do what I love pretty much all the time and I found a way to infuse it into my life and career as much as possible. I've even had moments where I was so in alignment with my Jupiter that I thought my heart would literally burst out of my chest and I was almost scared about how good I felt. Have you ever experienced that where you're so happy about something that you're not even sure you can handle all of that happiness at once? If it's been a while, then you definitely need to listen to this episode. I think it's similar to attracting in more abundance in your life, where you have to tell yourself you can handle it, and in fact, that you can even handle more. A lot of attracting abundance is about raising your vibration to a level where you can actually hold on to it, which can be a really tough thing to do. Because just like how many of us can actually be afraid of our calling or of being successful or making the kind of money we really long to make or making the kind of difference we really want to make in the world, we can also be super afraid of embracing our joy. I think we just tend to get so comfortable in our current situation even if that situation is actually quite draining. So really it's all because of this fear of growth and expansion. We might also confuse the feeling of excitement with anxiety, which makes us afraid to want more for ourselves because of all of the added responsibility it will require of us to maintain. It's so, so silly though, and we have got to learn how to get over that by stretching our joy muscle. So the way you can stretch your joy muscle and work on allowing yourself to bring more joy and abundance into your life and your career is by working with the planet Jupiter. Let's start off by looking up where Jupiter is on your astrology chart because the best place to start is by finding out what brings you the most joy. So you want to make sure you have your astrology chart and you can get your chart done for free online with just a quick Google search or you can order a beautiful custom designed version of your chart on my website that you can download and print off and hang up on your wall to remind yourself how awesome you are or, you know, just kind of keep as a reference. Just go to soulshineastrology.com slash birth chart And you just need to know your exact date, time, and location of birth to look it up. I'm sure a lot of you already have a birth chart. So once you do have your birth chart, the symbol for Jupiter kind of looks like the number four with a curved tail on the top left stem. So look at your chart and find this symbol and make a note to yourself of which zodiac sign it's in and then which number house it's in. This is your Jupiter sign, and these are the keys to decoding where you find the most joy and excitement in your life and your work. The sign is going to tell you the quality of the energy that brings you joy, and the house will explain which area of your life you derive that joy from the most. So for example, my Jupiter is right on the cusp of Gemini and Cancer, However, it's technically in cancer, and it's in my seventh house of relationships and one-on-one work. Gemini is really all about talking and connecting with others, 
And cancer is about nourishing and nurturing others' deeper emotions to make them feel seen, heard, and cared for. Because Jupiter is in my seventh house, my chart is saying that I get the most joy out of connecting with and nurturing others on an emotional level in a one-on-one situation in particular. That means the readings I do with my clients where I get to dive deep and ask them how they're really feeling about their life and career and what's really been going through their head lately, such as what they're worried about or hopeful for, is my favorite thing ever and it's where I get the most joy. This also goes for interviewing people on the show and having deep conversations with friends or people who are close to me in my personal life as well. When it comes to my work, I do some type of reading almost every day. It's brought so much joy to my life. I feel so lucky that I get to meet so many cool people from so many different walks of life who I would never in a million years have gotten to meet in real life. And best of all, the purpose of our conversation is for me to help them feel more comfortable being their true self and allowing their unique creative expression out into the world The first time I realized where I get the most joy from was actually from talking on the phone with my mom and grandma when I was living in Hawaii. I would kind of pace around my pineapple yellow office, chatting with them for hours about spirituality and dreams and deep subjects, and I would get off the phone feeling like I was on top of the world. I've actually always been pretty shy and at family functions or in a group of friends, I usually wouldn't talk that much. But if you bring up the subject of astrology or spirituality or dreams or spirit guides, I will seriously come alive and I could easily talk for hours, hence this podcast. This also relates to my sun and moon being in Pisces in my third house of social networking which are in a special angle with Jupiter on my birth chart. This is a little bit more advanced astrology, but if you have been studying astrology for a while, you can look at which other planets are interacting with your Jupiter to get ideas on other ways you can activate your joy. When I'm preparing for a career astrology reading and I want to tune into the energy of my client before the session, I start off by finding their cosmic calling, which I've talked about a lot, but it's basically the sun, moon, rising sign, and career line. And then I'll go over and look at their Mercury, which is the planet that shows what your mind naturally gravitates towards and what kinds of things you like to think about. Then I zip right over to Jupiter because feeling joyful in what you're doing is so, so incredibly important. Like I said, when you are joyful and excited, there is nothing more contagious than that. That energy is super attractive to other people because they want some of that and they want to know what your secret is. And your secret is harnessing your Jupiter sign, which you may be doing anyways without even knowing it. Not only that, but when you're standing in your sense of joy, it raises your vibration through the roof. If you're familiar with the law of attraction, then you know the secret to receiving anything you want in life is to raise your vibration, which primes your energy field to attract more good vibes into your life. And that's something we're definitely going to have to talk about more in the future. 
So going back to your chart, decoding your Jupiter sign and house might be a little bit tricky if you're new to astrology. But once you know where it is on your chart, you can dive in deeper and do some more research. You could search on Google by searching for something like Jupiter and Cancer in the seventh house, for example. Or you can look for a really good astrology book. Or if you want to cut to the chase and get really specific, you can book in an astrology reading or a report from me. There are so many different possible combinations that there's just way too many to share here. But hopefully this at least sparks your interest and curiosity so you can go off and dive deeper on your own. By the way, if you're looking at your chart and you're kind of scratching your head about what the houses mean, I did an episode about the houses called Finding Your Monthly Focus, which you can go back and find if you want to know more about what the houses mean and how they work. And that was episode 10. Even without your chart, you can pick up on that feeling of joy just by paying attention to which activities you're doing throughout your day that give that feeling to you, or the times in your life when you felt really, really excited, because excitement is a feeling that is given to us by the influence of Jupiter. Another way that we can work with Jupiter is by locating where it is in the sky right now in relation to us and our birth chart. You may already know that Jupiter moves into a new sign once every year, and when it does, we all receive abundant opportunities in a new area of our lives. I've already talked about this quite a bit in episode 24, how Jupiter was in Scorpio for most of 2018, and now it's in Sagittarius through most of 2019. But I'll just quickly say again that Sagittarius is actually ruled by the planet Jupiter. And so Jupiter is in its home sign this year. And it's really all about expanding our horizons, expanding our mindset, focusing on all of the amazing possibilities and opportunities that surround us for learning and teaching and traveling and studying and reading and embracing other cultures and formulating your higher spiritual beliefs as well because Sagittarius is really kind of the lifelong learner and the seeker of truth. So that is the biggest area of growth for all of us for 2019 although it actually already started in November. And this theme only comes around once every 12 years because that's how long it takes Jupiter to circle the entire zodiac wheel. To figure out which area of life you can expect these blessings to come in for you specifically, you can look at where Jupiter falls in the sky in relation to your birth chart. Now, This is where we move from basic astrology to a little bit more advanced astrology. So if you are a beginner, please bear with me because I will be straight up giving you the information on your biggest area of growth for this year in just a bit. But for those of you who are ready to dive in deeper, the way to find where Jupiter falls in your birth chart is to compare the sign and degree it's in in the sky right now with where that sign and degree would fall on your birth chart. Since Jupiter is in Sagittarius this year, as I mentioned, and at the time that this episode comes out, it's actually at 11 degrees of Sagittarius. 
So you can pull up your birth chart again and take a look and see where 11 degrees of Sagittarius would be and specifically what number house that falls in for you. That house signifies the area of your life that will be lit up with luck and good fortune and abundance and growth in 2019. The reason for this is that Jupiter expands everything it touches with joyous, prosperous energy. So we all get a chance to bring luck into our lives in a different area of our lives every year. And it goes through the whole 12 house cycle, which encompasses every single area of life. Because of this, the area that Jupiter is in this year is one you're really craving some good vibes in because you've been waiting nearly 12 years for it to come to this area again. Every 12 years, Jupiter will also cross over your career line into your 10th house of career and higher calling. And this is exactly what happened for me when I asked myself that question, what if I just became an astrologer? The funny thing about it is I had just learned that very week that when Jupiter crosses your career line, your higher calling gets expanded into being and becomes a whole lot more obvious to you. So when I read that, you can imagine how amazed I was to go and look at my chart and find out that it was happening for me that very week. And it was the same week I just completed my astrology training, which makes total sense because before that, Jupiter was in my ninth house of education, exploration, and self-discovery. Often I have clients coming to me wanting to know when they'll step into their calling. And even though I've already looked at their chart, I can definitely tell when someone seems really confused about it and they have a million potential options on their mind and none of them that they feel 100% clear about, that it's not meant to happen yet. Like I said, we're always getting Jupiter's rays of joyful energy in some area of our life and they go in a certain order. For example, before Jupiter goes through your career zone, it goes through your zone of education, which is all about learning and exploring your curiosities and interests. And before that, Jupiter goes through your eighth house of business and finance, which is all about creating a sense of security and creating a financial strategy to make sure you're going to reach your bottom line and you're going to be able to pay your bills, which is important. So when business and money blends with meaning, magic, and interesting topics that excite you, that's when you find your calling. And there are a bunch of other steps before that too, such as how you want to support others, how you can best support your overall well-being, how you want to express your creativity, having a solid home life and friends and so on. So there is a divine order and there is divine timing as well. And sometimes when it happens, we're not even ready for it. For example, you've probably already had Jupiter cross over your career line at least once or maybe even more since it happens every 12 years. Now, that's not to say this particular transit is the only time you'll ever be able to enjoy your career or to gain clarity about the work you're really meant to do. Or that if you've missed yours, that you're all out of luck in your career now and you have to wait another 12 years. But it definitely does heighten the likelihood and probability quite a bit. So going back to tracking Jupiter in your chart, 
There are actually two ways you can look at this, just like there are two ways to read a horoscope. You can read your horoscope for your sun sign, and you can read your horoscope for your rising sign. You can actually also read it for your moon sign as well and kind of look at it from more of an emotional lens. Going back to your rising sign, the problem is that most people don't know what their rising sign is because you have to have your astrology chart to figure it out. But if you do know how to do this, you'll be able to uncover the two biggest areas of growth for this year, with both of them being accurate and true at the same time. The method I've been talking about, about looking for the degree Jupiter is in the sky right now and comparing it to your own birth chart, is actually the way to find out what your biggest area of growth for 2019 is based on your rising sign. It's a little more advanced than your sun sign because it not only requires you to have your chart, but also to have an understanding of the signs and houses and astrology in general. But if you don't have your chart or you don't understand the houses yet and you have no idea what I've been talking about (laughs) or you do and you want to look at this from another angle, I'm going to share with you what your biggest area of growth is going to be for 2019 based on your sun sign, so you don't have to do the work. Now, the wonderful thing about Jupiter is that these areas of your life that Jupiter is lighting up are already primed for good things to happen for you. But if you consciously know what these areas are, you can plan to make them even more amazing and focus on using them to your advantage. So let's get into which area each sign can expect wonderful blessings, growth, abundance, and expansion in this year based on your sun sign. For Aries, Jupiter is in your ninth house of travel, education, and self-discovery. That means this is a wonderful year for expanding your horizons by visiting new places you've never been before or going back to school or taking a course about a subject that you're super fascinated by and want to learn more about. You may even choose to become a teacher yourself and to share the things you have learned and explored that you love talking about. For Taurus, Jupiter is in your 8th house of business and finance. This is a fantastic year for up-leveling your business if you run a business, but even if you don't, it's really a time of maximizing your efforts to boost your bottom line without having to work as hard to do so. So this might mean investing in property, or it might literally mean taking stock of all of the ways you have available to you of earning more money and really capitalize on your assets. This all starts with becoming clear on what is really going on with your finances in the first place, so you can really make the most of them. For Gemini, Jupiter is in your seventh house of relationships and one-on-one work, so you can look forward to a year of blessed partnerships with others, whether that's a romantic partner, a joint venture in your work, or even being more open to asking for help from others when you need it, including healers or mentors. If you have a lot of planets in your 7th house, this could also be a great year for strengthening the way you work with one-on-one clients and looking for ways to support others that will also support you more enjoyably in return. 
For Cancer, Jupiter is in your sixth house of health, work, and daily routines. This is a great year to get excited about taking better care of your body, including health, nutrition, and exercise. It's also an amazing year to get super organized and declutter your whole world, as well as streamlining your workflow and feeling really good about how you're flowing through your weekly schedule. Some cancers might even find a new job that suits them better or one that will allow them to work from home so they can get their work done more comfortably. For Leo, Jupiter is in your fifth house of fun and creativity. So this is a year of creating amazing things and putting more energy into your creative projects and bringing your ideas out into the world in tangible form. It's also a year to straight up have more fun, not necessarily for work or for any particular reason, just for the sheer thrill of it. For Virgo, Jupiter is in your fourth house of home, family, and long-term security. So some Virgos might be moving houses or renovating or literally expanding their family. It's also a great year to get a more robust savings plan in place, whether that's investing in your future through a Roth IRA or getting a high-interest savings account and setting up a transfer schedule that will allow you to save up for your future plans and goals and feel secure about where you're heading in the future. For Libra, Jupiter is in your third house of social networking. So it's a great year for meeting new people as well as networking and forging connections with people who can help you get where you want to be and reach your goals faster than you could all on your own. It's also a year for getting better at communicating, whether that's investing more time in a writing project or starting a podcast or blogging or setting up speaking engagements so you can spread your message to more people. For Scorpio, Jupiter is in your second house of values, desires, and self-worth. So this is a year for you to get really clear on what you really, really want deep down, if you could have anything you want, and then cultivating the confidence and self-worth to believe you can have it and that you are capable and worthy and deserving of welcoming it into your life. Because of that, it can be a really great year for money and love, for art, beauty, whatever it is that makes your heart skip a beat that you want more of in your life. For Sagittarius, Jupiter is in your first house of identity and leadership, and it's in your sign. So this is your year to shine and to become the leader of your own life. You may have already been feeling this feeling kind of rising up within you, this desire to do the things you really want to do, regardless of what anyone else might want you to. This year is really all about stepping up and portraying yourself in a new light as a true authentic individual. And it's a year of personal transformation for you that will go on to influence the next 12 years of your life. For Capricorn, Jupiter is in your 12th house of spirituality. 2019 is all about diving into the deeper questions of life, such as why are you here, what really matters to you most at the end of the day, and why do you do the things you do each day, what is the reason behind it. It's all about aligning yourself with the greater purpose and also elevating your mindset and your sense of faith in the power of the universe to support you. For Aquarius, 
Jupiter is in your 11th house of community and friendship, which makes it an amazing year to reach out and make new friends and to connect with more like-minded people in your local community, as well as expanding and serving your community online. This can also mean amping up your email list following or your social media profiles to attract more people to kind of create a tribe that will gather around your mission as you work to support others in the way you would most like to help improve the world in your own special way. And finally, for Pisces, Jupiter is in your 10th house of career and higher calling. So this is the best year for your career. And I hope you know by now that when I refer to your career, I'm really talking about the work you were uniquely suited to do in the world to make a difference and to leave behind a lasting legacy that meaningfully matters to you and makes you really proud. The 10th house is also about amping up your public image and being seen. So this is a year to stop being shy, stop hiding, and show the world what you're truly made of and bring more of your magic out. So those were all of your 2019 Jupiter horoscopes for all 12 sun signs. So I hope you're excited for the amazing blessings this year will be bringing you. If you want to know even more details about how to work with Jupiter, including a step-by-step list on how to look up your Jupiter sign and your biggest area of growth for this year based on your exact chart, you can become a patron of the podcast to get the Working with Jupiter guidebook by going to patreon.com slash thecosmiccalling. As a patron, you'll also get early access to future episodes, all of the bonus resources from every other episode we've ever done, and the ability to participate in exclusive patron-only giveaways, such as the giveaway we'll be doing for a free career alchemy session, which is basically my signature career astrology reading in the new year that will only be open to patrons to apply for. Now, One last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up this episode is how there is a such thing as sort of a negative side to Jupiter. Just like there's a positive and negative, or what I actually prefer to call a higher or lower vibrational side to every planet and zodiac sign, which is totally something there should be a whole episode devoted to in the future. Although Jupiter brings us joy and excitement and prosperity and abundance and all of these great things, and we talked about how we want to work on stretching our joy muscle so we can invite in and actually hold on to these feelings without pushing them away, there is actually such a thing as too much of a good thing. I don't know about you, but I've definitely noticed when I'm in a really good mood, I don't tend to pay as good of attention to smaller details. I'm not letting as many things bother me, but I'm also not bothering to take care of things I would probably be much more careful about if I wasn't kind of like flying high on Jupiter's good vibes. The thing is, Jupiter doesn't do things in a small way. It's the biggest planet in our solar system after all. So the downside of Jupiter is that you can overpromise things. You can overspend or overeat and basically go overboard with all of its good vibes. And then suddenly you have a problem. 
either you can't deliver something on time because you were way too excited when you were planning it out or telling someone about what you wanted to create and then you didn't give yourself enough time to actually complete it or you eat way too much good food and you start gaining weight or you earn a bunch of money all at once only to spend it all on something really expensive right away. Or on a really basic level, you decide you're going to do something really fun and exciting, but then you don't plan out how you're actually going to make it happen in the real world. And then you get started and you suddenly realize you've gotten in way over your head. These are just some examples of how Jupiter can affect us in a not-so-positive way, and it's really good to look out for this side of Jupiter in your life as well. I know for me, I get so excited about my work that I tend to have a lot of trouble turning it off. I have to be careful that I don't work so hard on my passions that I burn myself out. So I try to have mindful rituals I do after every reading I do because I know how excited they make me. So I'll do things like meditating for 10 minutes or stretching or taking a long lunch break or maybe a quick 20-minute nap just to kind of ground my energy and transition into what else I need to get done that day. Depending on the time of day, I might go for a walk or eat a snack or if it's nighttime, I might even take a bath to kind of signal to my brain that I'm done for the day, like no more, (laughs) go to bed. So that is basically my complete run through on my most favorite planet in the solar system and how you can use Jupiter's influence to your advantage to find out what brings you the most joy and what your biggest areas of growth are for this year. I hope you've enjoyed learning more about Jupiter and hopefully gathered some aha moments about yourself as well. If you'd like to read more about what's coming up for you and your zodiac sign in 2019, then you're definitely going to want to check out the 2019 yearly forecast ebook if you haven't already. It's available now through Spirit Guides Magazine at spiritguidesmagazine.com shop. There's not only an in-depth 2019 forecast for each of the signs, but there's also a retrograde guide, a yearly moon phase calendar, and a lot more. I am so excited for 2019. As this is our very last episode for 2018, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast this year, who has shared it with your friends, whether that's on Instagram stories or just in a conversation, as well as anyone who's left a review or sent me a message to let me know that you enjoy listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you enjoy episodes like these where I talk more about the technical aspects of astrology and you want to dive deeper and learn more about how to figure these things out for yourself, then stay tuned because the doors for my full-length astrology course where I teach everything I know about astrology using high-quality videos and workbooks that take you step-by-step through the process of decoding your birth chart and forecasting the future and so much more as well as kind of how to directly apply all of this information to your own life as you go, the doors will be open for enrollment again coming up at the end of February and then again later in August of 2019. 
So you can sign up for the waitlist to find out more about that if you're interested at unlockyourcosmiccalling.com. Now, let's make it an amazing year, shall we? For complete episode show notes and all of the links and opportunities mentioned throughout, visit soulshineastrology.com slash episode 28. For more information on astrology readings, reports, and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly and monthly forecasts, check out soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling wherever you love to listen. And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off an astrology reading or report. In our next episode, join me as I chat with Courtney Beck a healer, strategist, and a channeler of gods and deities about how she found her cosmic calling and how you can tap into your team of spirit guides to help you along your journey.